Hi, and welcome to the Savage Podcast. I'm Rose, and I'm a content creator going by the handle Cheap Lazy Vegan. And I also own a vegan cafe by the same name as the podcast, which is Savage Cafe. And I'm Daniel, also a vegan and one of your favorite guest stars on Cheap Lazy Vegan's YouTube channel. We're two friends currently living in different countries, and we'll be giving our savage take on all things life, veganism, and the latest trending topics. So basically, whatever comes to our minds, because we love to talk. You are currently listening to the previous episode of this podcast, but if you would like to listen to this week's episode and get some exclusive content, go over to patreon.com slash the savage podcast. All right. Welcome back to the savage podcast, everyone. Um, Hello. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, guys. So uh, today we thought we'd do a little bit of a kind of fun episode and we would talk about a little bit of an update in our lives. God damn. Wait, what's our topic, though? I love how... What's our topic? (laughs) Oh, God damn. uh, Do we have a topic? (laughs) (laughs) Are we just chatting? I thought we were just chatting, but no, we we should. Oh. We could definitely have a topic. I mean, there's two. Oh potent- my god! I thought Daniel. Like, I was hoping that uh, Daniel, who is the executive producer here at Savage Podcast, would uh, would have a Something topic produced. in mind. I, do <laughs> I mean, actually- we could just talk. I mean, let's be honest. Our life update m- might take an hour. So. <laughs> well, exactly. Actually, no, it, it probably won't. So, actually, okay. Today's today. <laughs> Oh God, this is such a mess. <laughs> Guys, I, I, I thought Daniel, I honestly thought Daniel had a topic in mind. I had, I didn't. <laughs> I haven't, I haven't actually prepared anything. I kind of like. Oh my God, I'm dying. This you is know, bad. let's just, let's just go with it. Okay. Let's just roll with it. I don't know, guys. We're just going to go with it. I yeah. mean, I kind of like these type of podcasts where people just chat. Mm-hmm. And, you know, maybe we can just talk about some current news, you know? Let's, exactly. let's do what's, that. What's been going on lately, I'll, yeah. I'll Google some current news and we can discuss our oh, uh, our thoughts. God damn. Even though, I mean, we're it's not going to be current because... Well, if you're on Patreon, you can listen to this pretty soon. But uh, exactly, yeah. otherwise, it's going to be about two weeks. <laughs> yeah. So sorry, guys. <laughs> um, so currently, one thing that I did want to talk about is... Oh, okay. Is well, it's again, it's only my, it's my own personal little experience of what's happening here in Spain. Um, oh yeah, so what's going on? So basically, this week has been a bit of a uh, roller coaster week for me. Um, emotionally, <laughs> well, let's talk wise. about the date first. So it is May fifteenth today, just to give yeah. you a little context. Okay, keep talking. Yeah. Um, so yeah, May fifteenth. Um, so about a week ago, well, the beginning of this week. Um, I was informed that my flight back to Canada has been canceled. So basically I was freaking out and (laughs) yes, as you do, as I do. Yeah. I always go through this like process of like, you know, as soon as something like this happens, I'm like, it's cause up until this point, you know, when you have like a plan and you have everything kind of like laid out and your mind is at ease because you kind of know what's going to happen in the next kind of like couple weeks. So I kind of, haven't you seen parasite Daniel? You know what they say in parasite? What do they say? Plans never work out. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes they do, Rose, okay? Sometimes they Mm -hmm. do. Anyway, so, okay. No, your flight from London to Calgary was canceled. Yeah. Right? And then, so you were supposed to fly from uh, from Spain to London and then yeah. London to Calgary, but the London to Calgary flight was canceled and they didn't even tell you. No, this is the thing. First of, first of all, they did end up telling me uh, this week. They emailed me after I'd already found out though. So a little bit mm-hmm. late. So airlines, I feel like you just need to be more on top of this, like to let people know as soon as they're canceled. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
yeah, I, I went on because I went on to go purchase more luggage for when I'm coming back from from London or whatever. And that's right. when I when I went to the website of WestJet and was like, oh, great. The flight is canceled. And right. I'm not sure if this is like typical, but I think because obviously I understand like everyone at the moment is struggling, like airlines, a lot of big companies and stuff. Uh, however, um, a lot of these airlines, what they're doing is they're not issuing refunds for canceled flights. Well, you, you do technically right. get refunded, but you get refunded in travel credit. So, right. or I you get a return, uh, what do you call it? Exchange kind of. <laughs> exactly. You can exchange it for yeah. another flight, which, you know, would yeah. be fine if WestJet had any other flights that were flying from London to Calgary in the time frame that I needed. Um, but they don't. Uh, and it makes me nervous, like to book other flights just to have them like, what if I book a flight with Air Canada and it gets canceled as well? And they also don't issue me a refund and I just get exchange, right. you know, credits. Cause then, you know, I could end up this year with, you know, thousands of uh, dollars worth of credits from <laughs> in, different in airlines. Credits. Yeah. <laughs> so it's a bit crazy. I don't know. Is that, is that how all airlines are doing it now? Like right well, now? I, I understand that especially airlines are suffering the most, but at the same time, you know, I don't know. This is your money, dude. Like, like but, this, but this is it, right? Like, this is the thing that's frustrating. I don't know if all airlines are doing it, but so I had one flight with Ryanair and they said that I could request a refund in cash, but it was like such a process to try to get through right. all of these hoops. And like, I don't know. It just, it's. And well, I feel like they're, they probably like don't have money. Like, yeah. let's be honest. They probably have like no money right now. So, so they, they can't actually can't. Yeah. Yeah. That's my guess because, well, yeah. Yeah, that would make sense. I mean, and on Air Canada's website, because I saw another flight to Calgary. Well, it's not directly to Calgary. I'll have to tell you. I'll tell you about my, okay, my dilemma. Okay, tell the story. Tell the story. Oh, God okay. damn. This, <laughs> buckle in. Okay. This I keep be, interjecting. Okay. This be <laughs> I'm crazy. Sorry. No, no, it's all good. Um, so, uh, yeah. So, anyway, the flight was canceled. Blah, 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 blah. I freaked out. I, caught, I talked to the embassy um, here in Spain, the Canadian embassy. And they did. And I found some other flights from Air Canada. However, I guess now. Um, the only flights to Canada from London are from London Heathrow, first of all. That's the only airport that's flying to Canada. And it's only to primarily, well, it's only to Montreal, Toronto, and Vancouver. So Shut up. Yeah. So basically, the, what, the, what the embassy has suggested I'm going to do is I need to book a flight, first of all, from Madrid to London. So my, right. cr my current flight is Alicante to London, but they think that's probably going to get canceled because it's such a small airport, Alicante. They're... It's probably right. not going to happen. So they suggest book a flight from Madrid to London, then from London to Vancouver, and then WestJet from Vancouver to Calgary. Okay. So So are you going to do that? Yeah, I think so. I'm, I'm, lo I'm looking into it. When's I'm, the flight? So the flight, there's a few. Anywhere from like June 12th to June 18th is around the time okay. I'm going to be coming. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. I mean, there's your solution, I guess. I guess. I hope, but I just... I just hope it doesn't get canceled. Is there anything sooner? Well, is there anything sooner? Uh, there are some. Because I feel like, I feel like the longer you wait, it's going to be a higher. Don't you think it'll be a, maybe a higher chance of it being canceled? Potentially. What do you think? I don't know. Actually, I have no idea. I don't know how the. Mm -hmm. I I just saw like I think some of the flights in there are there were some flights in May I believe, but I think they were like super expensive. Right. Like right, ridiculously okay. expensive. So. Right. I think I'm just going to try to hold out a little oh bit God. longer, but it's already like May 15th. So, you know, it's almost, I know you have like a month. I have exactly a month. Yeah. So mm -hmm. oh God, it just be all stressful as all hell. Bro. <laughs> God <dang>. damn. <laughs> oh Lord. It's fine. I mean, I'm sure you'll find a way home. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I, maybe I, at that time it'll be less crazed. 
Who knows? Exactly. And I think, to be honest, like a lot of people are experiencing this right now because like everyone that I was speaking to that's in Spain, like everyone's having right. difficulties getting home. There's, uh, I just actually ran into somebody today when I was going for a walk and she said, like she's going back, she's from the States. She's going back on Monday. Someone else is going back at the end of the month. So there mm. are still appears to be some flights to, to different countries, but it's just, I don't know, I guess the luck of the draw if your flight gets canceled or not, which is kind of scary. Well, I think, I guess the reason why the, based on what you've told me, the reason why your flight got canceled is because it was flying into Calgary. And yeah. I guess not much is flying into Calgary now. Yeah. One, That's al- my guess. Also, uh-huh. it was from London Gatwick, which I think London Gatwick has closed right. off part of its terminal mm, that, that, that I is see, international. I see. Yeah. Yeah. So if you fly from Heathrow to a bigger airport in Canada, yeah. I'm sure that they won't cancel it. Well, actually, I'm not sure, but yeah. <laughs> there's a higher chance that they won't cancel it. Exactly. That's why I feel like it's more secure. Like, that's why I'm going to have to rebook my <sighs> other flight from Spain. Do it from oh Madrid. Oh, God. And uh-huh. Yeah. The never-ending just... COVID saga. Oh, God damn. But again, remind yourself that this isn't... Uh, the worst of it all people are experiencing literal death so no, exactly, it's, this exactly. is like you know um anyway yeah covid fuck it's oh, crazy God. it's been like three months now hasn't it uh, it's been a long time it's been a long ass time no I mean, it's been two months of quarantine so only yeah because it started mi- mid-march yeah mid-march i know in spain yeah. it was officially i think it was like official march i want to say f- 16th yeah, so, yeah something like been, that it's been mm-hmm. two two whole months um, well, apparently things are opening up in Spain. You want to tell us about that? Uh, yes, I would. I would love to, Rose. God damn, this is why. <laughs> and I, apparently, some people getting drunk. I know this is why I was out of commission for a few days. Um, oh God. Yeah, I was really. Okay, was, please tell us what happened. I was really bad. I probably shouldn't have done yeah, you, this, and I don't want the listeners to judge me because I was really bad. I'm I'm judging, so know, no one else can judge. <laughs> <laughs> um, so basically, Keep talking. in Spain, they've like done, I think a lot of countries are doing this where they're doing kind of phased um, rollouts. So there's different mm-hmm. phases. I don't know what phase number we're on, but what they started with first was because Spain, um, as many of you, if you've listened to the podcast, you know, they did like a really strict lockdown. So it was like yeah. everybody was locked down only to, you could only go out for groceries and pretty much nothing was open except for grocery stores. Um, and then the first stage of the rollout, they let kids go out for like an hour or two with an adult. Um, there could be up to three kids with one adult, something like this. Then adults could go for a walk last week. And then this week now, um, things are starting to open up. So bars, cafes, this kind of stuff. I'm shocked. I know, but they're only opened up if for takeout or if they have outdoor seating, it has to be, uh, um, it has to be, uh, cause you know how like in Europe there's like a lot of, like, yeah, that outdoor- makes sense actually. Yeah. So you can, you can still go and like sit and have like a croissant or whatever you want to eat. Right. At- at the places or or three bottles of wine in daniel's case (laughs) i did not have three bottles of wine okay (laughs) okay continue that did not um but yeah so so a lot of the patios will be open but again all of them are quite spread out and if you want to go use the bathroom in any of the buildings you have to wear a mask so okay yeah okay there's a lot of precaution yeah so there is i was gonna judge i was gonna judge the whole reopening because you know it's spain and there was a lot of you know, it was pretty bad over there. So I'm, mm-hmm. I was just surprised that they were opening bars and restaurants before here in Calgary, for example. Yeah. But I think, mm-hmm. I think continue. I think the thing is like they are from at least from what I've seen in the region that I'm in, in Murcia, I, I can't speak for all mm. of Spain, but I think people are being very precautious. So like yeah. when you when I am going out now, every like not everyone, but like majority of people are wearing masks. Um, right. You know, people are 
you know, respecting like, for example, in the pharmacies or things that are open, people are respecting the the distance um, factor. Yeah. And then when you see in the cafes and everything else, people are very, very spread out. So yeah, that's good. Yeah. I think in, in, in that regards, people are, are respecting it. Um, yeah. And I have to say, I did, I did overdo it. As I told you, uh, when I went out for our first, I met up with a few people. So you're allowed to meet up with groups of up to 10 people. Oh, okay. Yeah. So that's the maximum. Uh, so I met up with a few of the other, um, language assistants here in Spain. Um, and it was a absolutely beautiful day. It was like 28 degrees. So we were like sitting in the patio in this beautiful courtyard in the sun, having beers, and, you know, I just had one cerveza too many. Um, and what happened, Daniel? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if I want to say it on this podcast because everyone's going to think oh, I'm Daniel, a we've shared, we've shared a lot. We've shared a lot on this podcast. It's okay. Our listeners are not going to judge. Yeah, but yeah, but this is recent, Rose. This is like me recently That's okay. being a hot mess. They, al- they already know that we're, we're hot messes, okay, especially fine. you. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Uh, Daniel, keep sharing. I, I love this. Okay. Continue. So... Basically, yeah, out in the sun, having some lovely, lovely beers in the sun, which was nice. And then um, <laughs> we went to this one bar. So there's a couple of different ones that we went to and they were serving like you could get it was like 10 euros and you got this massive bucket of ice with 12 beers. So oh, I was my like, God. It's so cheap. Are you kidding? <laughs> yeah. 10 euros for 12 beers. Yeah. So is, that le- is my math correct or is that less than a euro a beer? That's less than a euro a beer. <laughs> How are they making money? I don't know. We, I think it's just, it's just cheaper to drink here, you know? Um, I didn't know it was that cheap. Continue. Yeah. Well, I think it was a drink special as well, though. I don't think it's... Because the other beers that we were getting were pints and they were like a euro 50. So... Oh my um, God, it's so cheap. Yeah. And yeah, I think we had maybe between... There was five of us. And I think between the five of us, we had like three of those buckets. Um, oh my God. Yeah. And then everything gets a little bit hazy for me. Um and then when I woke up... Wait, wait. So you don't remember anything? You blacked out? Yeah, kind of. I, no, I did. I did. I don't really remember getting home, which is really bad. Um, and then what happened, Daniel? And then I woke up <laughs> on my couch with a blanket. And I was like, why am I on my couch and not in my bed? And this is so embarrassing. I don't know if I can even say this on the podcast. Oh, Daniel, just share. We've all been there. <laughs> At the age of 31? I don't know, Rose. Um, um, some of us. Some of us have. Yeah, true. Um, so basically, apparently my flatmate said that he found me, um, <laughs> yeah. passed out on the living room floor. <laughs> yeah. And so he was going to try to help me get to my bed, but apparently I was like dead to the world. So he right. like helped me get up onto the couch at least. And then he got a blanket Aww. for me. Yeah. How sweet is your roommate? Yeah, it was super nice. I was like, aww. But so su- you, he found you on the floor. Yeah, apparently. That is so <laughs> embarrassing. I don't know what I was thinking, you, couldn't you even, know? You couldn't even make it to the... I think you were so drunk, you couldn't make it to your bed. But the, the weird thing is, is my the, the thing that doesn't make sense is my room is the first door when you come into the house. So like, oh, so you went past your So I went room. past my room, literally to the other side of the house where our living room <laughs> oh is. Oh, that really doesn't make sense. And then just fell asleep on the floor. So I have no Maybe idea. Maybe you're like, oh, watch some TV. And I don't know, who knows? That's probably what it was. I was probably like, oh, I'm going to watch some TV or something and just like relax. And then I, who knows? Oh, Lord. Super embarrassing. Daniel. (laughs) Well, I mean, I guess you were being, you were locked up for too long, Daniel. Exactly. And and I just wasn't used to drinking. And, you know, I also think like when you drink in the sun as well, I don't know, it does something to you where you like, maybe you process. It's kind of bad. Yeah. Yeah. You were probably in the sun for hours too. And that like really can make you like more susceptible i think to getting 
waste it. <laughs> no, no, I agree. It's like anytime your body's yeah. like hot, I guess. Cause like if, if you yeah. like, if you're in a hot tub too, like I've had instances yeah. in Canada where I've been like in a hot tub drinking. And then the second I get out of the hot tub, I'm just like, Oh my God. Like, yeah, it's dangerous. You gotta be mm-hmm. careful. No, definitely. Daniel, definitely. you ain't 18 no more. I know. I'll be a, I'll be in a, You'd be a grown man. Older established gentleman. (laughs) (laughs) Established, I'm not sure about, but okay. I'm just kidding. (laughs) Oh, God damn, Rose. God damn, I'd be throwing some shade today. That's true. I'm always like, I'm always like telling Rose, like, because I'm moving, well, obviously you guys know I'm moving back to Calgary and I'm like, oh, I'm so nervous to get back in the dating scene there. I'm going to be like this old man that's like used goods that nobody wants to date. You are not an old man. Stop it. (laughs) Stop it. If you're an old man... Are you fishing for the compliments, Daniel? I Did I not give you enough? I guess I've been no. I've been uh, roasting you the whole time today. Mm-hmm. You are you is you is kind, you is beautiful, you is smart. <laughs> Where's that from, Daniel? <laughs> uh, that's the help. Yes, yeah, so that's a little thing from the help, the movie, mm. one and of my where films. one of the ladies. Oh, such a good film, hey? It's so good. One of the ladies says that to her. One of the girls that she's. Uh, She's Nat. What, what what were they called? The help. She was the help yeah, for she was the help, yeah. a little girl. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you is kind. You is smart. You Aww. is beautiful. <laughs> I know. And I, I, so me and I Daniel, like, we say that to each other. <laughs> exactly. Whenever we're like this, we're like, just remember. You is kind. <laughs> oh, God. Oh. Um, but yeah, so that's been the situation in Spain. Um, and I think. Right. I mean, overall, when I see like the the number of cases and stuff, because everyone keeps talking about like this uh, second spike or what's going to, you know, what's going to happen. Um, and so far, it appears that the cases have been continuing to go down in Spain. So that's well, a apparently, good thing. according to uh, this, you know, that doctor that I sent you, the Korean epidemiologist yeah. or was mm-hmm. he an epidemic? Anyway, the Korean doctor that's like the leading uh, infectious disease expert. Yeah. So. For those of you listening, uh, I would recommend going on YouTube and searching uh, Asian Boss, which is a YouTube channel. And they do kind of like news stories, usually based in Asia. And um, they have been interviewing this Korean, South Korean man that has been working with infectious diseases for like 30 years. And they have some really good interviews that are very informative. And the most recent one. Yeah, they're so good. Did you watch the most recent one? I haven't seen the most recent one yet, but I will. Yeah, highly recommend. Mm -hmm. And the most recent one he did say, he's like, yeah, you know, because they were talking about how, you know, places are easing the lockdown. Mm -hmm. And he's saying, well, in the summer, it might, it'll probably be okay. But then um, it'll, there's going to be a second wave in the fall, most Mm -hmm. likely. Kind of like flu season, right? Yeah. Did he say say why, is there any any particular reason why in the summer? Is it because the viruses just don't survive the heat very well? I think so. I think that was... Because I think that's still kind of the case for, you know, a lot of similar things like the flu, for example. That's true. Yeah. Um, I don't know if he said exactly why, but he said it's more likely going to spike in the fall. I think that's mm. what a lot of people are saying. Uh-huh. So what they're saying is we have to be careful now so that I don't know. I don't know. I don't mm. know. Anyway, it, it does. It, it does kind of make sense. So if you think about it, like because the heat, especially in mm-hmm. some places like in Spain, it's going to get to like it's already in the late 20s it's going to get to the early like 30s in the next right. couple of weeks and then into the 40s so like yeah. it's, it's going to be so hot here and you know i'm sure it would kill off a lot of viruses yeah hopefully. but i then, think so i think that's the theory yeah but yeah. then we got well, then we got that second spark in the fall to worry about god damn god damn i know and people not being careful people mm-hmm. thinking this is a hoax i know god damn 
and all the conspiracy it'd theories seri- and oh everything. God. Well, for those of you that believe in the conspiracy theories, the the doctor actually discusses some of the some of the theories. I actually couldn't believe. You know how we recorded that episode? Yeah. I couldn't believe how widespread those conspiracy theories were. Yeah. There's so many people that believe these, mm-hmm. and it's wor- worrisome to me. By the mm-hmm. way, we were not calling the people that believe in the conspiracy theories the co-idiots. We were oh, calling. Yeah, I saw that comment. Yeah, everyone thought that. Everyone thought that we were calling every the, the conspiracy theory believers to be the co-idiots. That's not what we yeah. were saying. We were saying like people like Doctor Phil that were that were basically saying like. Mm-hmm. Oh, we don't lock people in for car accidents. I was calling him a COVID idiot. You know what exactly. I'm saying? Anyway, or so, or somebody that's drinking bleach to try to kill the virus themselves. Yes. you know, like I mean, yes. come on. So, so, but like maybe we should be nicer. We won't. We won't use the term COVID idiots. Yeah, I we'll think just people, use it in our private time. Yeah, in our in our, in our own <laughs> private chat. No, because I, I I saw a few because there was like a few comments about that about about the uh, oh, about term. us using the term. Yeah. Oh my god, and guys, come on! What's more serious, someone spreading dangerous misinformation, or us calling somebody covidiots? What could do yeah. more harm? I wonder. <laughs> I think. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Rose, can we you can we guess? <laughs> um. No, I'm serious I, though. It's so annoying. I know. I just think. I think at the end of the day, like. Honestly, I do respect other people's uh, differing opinions and things like yeah. that. And you're right. I think we make a big distinction and we're not saying that people that necessarily believe in the conspiracy theories and whatever else, we're not saying that they're COVID idiots. That wasn't like the, mm-hmm. the COVID idiots is specifically a term for people that are doing stupid behavior, such as like hoarding all the hand sanitizer and yeah. trying to resell it to people for a ridiculous profit mm-hmm. or, you know, or spreading the virus, you know, without concern for other people. Exactly. That's what, what exactly. it was for. We weren't saying that. Anyway, people, that not important yeah mm-hmm. yeah we weren't saying that people that believe in those conspiracies like for all means if you want to like you know go for it but again what we're saying is you know try to be uh not op- what's the word open-minded not open-minded but try to like rational rational and look at the theories that are presented to you and try to kind of not pick them apart but do you know what i'm trying to say like try to like yes. analyze it and does it make well, sense does it yes. you know what i mean like question these things right so don't just take something that you're like oh you know, and a lot of the time and a lot of those theories that we talked about, sorry, I'm getting like a little bit passionate about this because it was mm-hmm. a bit frustrating. Oh, so frustrating. A lot of the time it's like these, these, these things would be taken really out of context. And it was like, almost like there's right. no correlation between two of the things. Yeah. Um, and yet people decide that there's a correlation and they try to make it, make it seem like, mm-hmm. you know, that's, that's, that's the case. So, <sighs> and correlation is not causation or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. Correlation does not equal causation. And sorry, yeah, we're gonna get for people. We're gonna piss people off in this episode oh, as well. Damn. But this is the Savage Podcast. This is yeah. a, the Cond Cond Words Podcast. Okay, it's a Savage Podcast. The okay, Positive so listen. Love co- Podcast. Okay, <laughs> yeah, fuck that shit. This is the Savage Podcast. Listen. Okay, I. The thing is, I. The reason why I, I think the. Uh, the conspiracy theories became such a big thing. Mm -hmm. And I think this isn't people's faults necessarily because there has been so much confusion and bad press, like bad media coverage Mm. regarding this thing. So there's, especially in the U S okay, let's be honest, a lot of, a lot of confusing coverage. Some news networks like Fox News saying, basically telling people that this isn't as bad as it is and then turning around and saying, actually, it is pretty bad and then saying it's actually not that bad. So no one is giving, you know, there isn't clear guidance and there isn't clear messaging. So I get why these conspiracy, this is like a, you know, Petri dish for conspiracy theories, you Mm -hmm. know, because people are not, (laughs) 
yeah, they're not given, you know, proper guidance. And plus mm. there's also a lot of distrust in the government, which I mean, I don't blame them again, Yeah. but let's, also like and people are going to listen to this and say well you guys aren't being open-minded because you can't think of the possibility that the government could be lying to you i like of course there's a possibility that the government is lying but realistically if you're going to make those claims you're going to have to have some proof Mm. and like some real proof not like oh bill gates owns a foundation that makes money from making that you know invests in vaccines Mm -hmm. that's not proof you're gonna have to prove to me how much bill gates is going to make from those vaccines which is zero Pretty sure he mm-hmm. said he was going to give them away for free or something like that. Yeah. Once they create a vaccine. So again, there isn't proof. Exactly. So right now, because there isn't any proof on the conspiracy theory side other than speculation, I'm going to go with the science and the scientific experts. Yeah. And, you know, just basically the actual, you know, people that know what they're talking about, like this infectious disease doctor that is that has been working in this field for 30 years, isn't affiliated with the World Health Organization, isn't in American politics, lives in Korea. So he doesn't have, like, he doesn't have affiliation. Exactly. So what, why would he lie about it? Mm -hmm. Tell me. Well, well, this is it. I mean, again, (laughs) this is where I I would, (laughs) I get so mad. I know. I know. And I just think like, again, and I, I, I see what you mean about like, you know, we understand like there's distrust with, with mm-hmm. governments and things like that. Right. But yeah. like, again, I think with a lot of these theories, you just have to take a step back as well and think like, just think to yourself, like, okay, I would buy into a conspiracy theory if, if it made sense. Do you know what I mean? If you yeah. logically thought about it, you're like, oh, actually this, this, this kind of makes sense. Like what's going on here? Then I'll question right. it more. I'd w- I would want more evidence. But when you take something like saying, you know, um, China's decided to release this coronavirus because they want to impact the other, you know, the U.S. economy. But it's like, well, hang on, take a step back. And like, we know that, first of all, it's fucked up their economy. And secondly, if it yep. fucks up the U.S. economy, it is in relation going to fuck up the Chinese economy. So mm-hmm. it just doesn't, again, it doesn't make sense why that would be the case. So, And they've also scientifically proven that the, uh, the virus came originally from a bat but through some other animal. Yeah. So if you watch that video, I, um, the again, the same video I talked about, Yeah. basically the doctor explains that we know it originated from a bat, just genetically speaking, we just know that, mm. but we just don't know because it went from the bat to some other animal and then to the human. Yeah. But they don't know what the other, you know, animal is. And the yeah. problem was that in China, uh, there, of course, like there's some, you know, bat, stuff going on in China. They try to cover it up or whatever. So they didn't do a proper investigation to find out exactly which animal it came from because a lot of it was kind of like cleaned up or something like that. Mm. But we know genetically that it's not man-made. Okay? Yeah. Okay? (laughs) Okay, people. If you don't believe that, then you must must not believe in science. Mm -hmm. And I don't know where you... Like, I I don't know how to talk to you (laughs) in that case. (laughs) Um, oh, anyways, okay, let's keep going. That's I'm gonna get some hate on this. Oh, goddamn, we both is Rose. We be well, goddamn. Well, I posted that video on my because I was like, I need to share this with people because yeah. I feel like this is the prime example of a person that is not biased, mm. that doesn't have an affiliation with some you know World Health Organization because a lot of people don't trust the the WHO or whatever, yeah. and. You know, this is just someone that's just talking, you know, logic and science yeah. and has experience. And so I posted it and I got this comment and it was like a Asian boss, which is like the, the, the channel name. Yeah. Asian boss is, uh, is corrupt. Wait, let me read this comment. 
um, Asian bosses complete propaganda. Of course, there will be a flu in the fall. Happens every year. And then the powers that shouldn't be will give signals to all their puppet politicians, corpo, corpo CEOs, who and so forth to scare us into the second more strict lockdown. And then blah, 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 blah. And I was like, okay, listen, first of all, I don't know if you watched the video, but he said he's not affiliated with the World Health Organization. Yeah. Second of all, he lives in Korea where they never had a strict lockdown. Yeah. So tell me why then, why wouldn't he, if he wanted a strict lockdown and if he was corrupt, mm. why wouldn't they enforce a strict lockdown in Korea? They exactly. have never done that. Never. They just handled it better. Mm -hmm. And if US handled it better, they didn't have to have a strict lockdown in the first place. Well, Probably. A lot, of, a lot of countries wouldn't have, wouldn't have had to have exactly. strict lockdowns. And Same also, with Spain. Yeah. They also said another thing too, the reason it got as bad as it did is um, the lack of, uh, what am I trying to, uh, swift, swift acting of the government basically. So for example, like in China, had they acted yeah. sooner when they knew what was going on, yep. you know, had they, had they implemented measures prior, like, and they did like some analysis, I can't remember what it was like, if it was like two weeks or three weeks prior, it showed how many less people would have been infected. And it was the same thing right. that happened to Italy. It's oh, the same yeah, I think thing I that saw happened that. to the US. And it was so sad because it's like you had China that didn't respond quickly, right? So you had that massive thing. Then China starts responding. So it kind of controls it in China. But at this point, it's now moved to Italy. But Italy yeah. also was slow at reacting, right? So yeah. Italy has becomes the epicenter. And then Italy gets it under control for the most part. Same with Spain, a few of the other European countries. And boom, it's over in the States who, again, yeah. did not react fast enough. So... Yeah. And that's why it's kind of like part of the reason why we ended up in this situation that Lockdown. we exactly that we're that we're in, um, and who knows when it when it gonna end? God damn. Well, I mean, I feel like it's this this the reason why I get so frustrated with so much of people spreading the conspiracies. And look, look, it's fine to question it. Yeah. But I think people are taking it too far versus mm -hmm. questioning it. They're not just questioning it. They're saying like, Oh, hundred percent. This is corruption. This is, yeah. this is fabricated. And I'm like, you don't know this. How can you yeah. say that without knowing this? And mm. anyway, so what was I going to say? Oh, so I feel like it's going to prolong this process even more yeah. because a lot of people, you know, are you know, some people are saying the masks don't work. Some people mm -hmm. are saying, you know, there's all kinds of stuff. Mm -hmm. Anyway. And you have people that are res obviously resistant and, you know, are feeling, I mean, you saw some of the protests that happened in the States where they were like, you know, yeah. this, is, this is a direct violation yeah. of our rights um, as individuals, blah, 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 blah. So if you're going to have the, this, this kind of stuff happening, it's going to also, yeah. you know, impact uh, basically the, what, yeah. what, what the governments are trying to achieve, I guess. I think the problem with the states and the the kind of policies that they have, I understand that people, I, I, it's tough because I get why people are upset in the states, for yeah. example, you know, because they're the way of thinking that they've had for many, many years is like, I work and I support myself. I'm an individual. I'm not going to rely on the government. It's mm -hmm. kind of that mentality. And that's quite strong in the states, that kind of. Uh, you know, I'm a free person and I'm going to do my best to like work hard and make my own money. And I'm not going to get handouts from the government because because they think that that's getting a handout from the government when yeah. they get kind of, you know, relief from the government. And so I think that I understand people's frustration because the government, I don't think, is doing that much to support people that are, you know, losing their jobs and mm. not able to make rent. Whereas in Canada... You know, we have, I don't know if we discussed this, but in Canada, if you lose, uh, if you lost employment or can't work due to COVID, uh, you automatically get a $2,000 check for every month. So mm. 
to cover your expenses or whatever. Yeah. Um, and it's very easy to get. You just go online. You just, you know, do it through your online banking. It's so easy to get. Yeah. And they, they're giving it to everybody that lost employment or whatever. And it's every month. Whereas I'm pretty sure in the US, I could be wrong, but I'm pretty sure in the US they gave like a $1,200 stimulus check, they called it. Yeah. Um, I don't know if it was to everybody, but they gave it to, they gave it to their citizens. I think it was a one-time check. Mm. So for people that are, you know, first of all, $1,200 is, you know, for some people that's like not much, especially yeah. if they have a family. I don't know if they give it to everybody, but anyways, but I feel like the, the, the anger is misguided because I think that instead of saying, let us work, like, you know, release the lockdown so we mm -hmm. could, which could potentially endanger a lot of people. They, um, I feel like they should be protesting against the fact that the government isn't doing much to support them. Yeah. I feel like that should be the concern because they're mm -hmm. bailing out banks. They're bailing out corporations. It's not a handout when you've been paying taxes for many years well, this is, this and is you thing. need a rainy day fund. It's not a handout. Exactly. Exactly. I don't know. Yeah. I've never, I've never thought of it. Cause I mean, we talked yeah. about this in another podcast as well. The whole idea of like, we don't mind, like for example, in Canada, how we have universal health care and you know, mm -hmm. we obviously pay taxes into that. Well, not me, not right now, but when I'm back there, I will. Yeah. Um, and even though I might never go to the hospital or never need to hopefully get a dramatic surgery or whatever it may be, I'm happy to pay into that because actually I'd rather have that in the back of my mind to know that if I need that, that care and I need to be taken care of or something yeah. like this happens, I know that the government is there to, you know, support and help. And I, I think, I think it's so important. And I always like, I always like big ups and I've obviously, I've never lived in these countries and I never like, you know, like Sweden and Norway and these, these places, but these countries yeah. that have a lot of like government support and yes, they pay a lot of taxes, but at the same time, they're also taken care of. I mean, I don't know. Yeah. I think that that's like the, in my mind, maybe I'm like, you know, that's, that's like the idea. I agree. I think it's, it's really, really good. You know, um, it is the idea. Well, they have a very high standard of living. And again, mm -hmm. you know, obviously I think the, it's it's the mindset as well. The mindset yeah. has to change for that kind of system to thrive. Mm -hmm. And uh, because in the U.S. there's, you know, it's a very divided kind of country with a lot of with two opposing viewpoints. Yeah. So it makes it very difficult, I think. Mm -hmm. um, but I mean, again, you are paying taxes into, you know, if you're a tax abiding citizen or is, is it called? No, law abiding citizen and you're paying yeah. your taxes. Yeah. Then and you lost your job. You are owed money from the government. I'm sorry, but you are. You have been paying taxes. And instead of that money going into large corporations and bailing out, you know, banks mm -hmm. when they've been doing, you know, shady things, I feel like, you know, they should be paying their citizens uh, a, some money so they can survive and be safe. Exactly. Exactly. Is that radical? <laughs> like, I don't understand. Uh, I don't know. Bro. <gasps> I mean, I mean, Anyways, this is turning into a political podcast. No, oh god damn, this is being a a sensation. Well, I mean not a sensation. Uh, <laughs> this is gonna be this is gonna cause some controversy. Controversial. Well, guys, yeah. let me just say that even if you disagree with us politically, it's fine. We can mm -hmm. have disagreements. It's yeah. okay. And 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 we're like I, honestly, I'm very like supportive of that, and I actually really like to hear other people's opinions, and I like mm -hmm. to do you know what I mean? I like to have conversations yeah. about this stuff. So you know. If, if we've said something, you know, that maybe offended you or whatever in this, in this session. Or, or you disagree with. Or you, yeah, or you disagree. We can, we can respectfully have a conversation. Exactly. So, mm -hmm. and I think that's important. But you know what? I thought we'll take a little, <sighs> a little turn because we've been getting really okay. heavy into the politics. Oh, God damn. We'd be getting heavy into the politics. Damn, it'd be heavy as hell. Just like I'd be ranting about the, the politics. <laughs> <laughs> I don't um, know. I, I, I watch like a lot of political stuff. 
I can that's like that, one Rose. of the things I do. You be mm-hmm. very politically motivated. God damn. Oh, I, I ain't politically motivated. I just I find it, you know, I don't know. Interesting. God, I find it interesting. I find American politics very interesting because yeah. I think Canadian politics, we're all kind of nice and, you know, it's all mm. very, I mean, yes, there are, of course, there are issues in Canadian politics. Don't yeah, get me yeah. wrong, but I don't, it's not as divided. So it's mm. like American politics to me, like now it's, it's obviously a lot more serious, but usually to me, it's like kind of entertainment because I think yeah. it's kind of funny. But now it's like, oh, it's like mm. getting serious. I mean, yeah. it's always serious, but you know what I mean? And, I, and, and you know, I, and this sounds really, really bad because again, yeah. if there's like Trump supporters out there and stuff that are listening to this podcast, they're not going to like what I have to say. I mean, at, by this point, if they've been listening for uh, our podcast from the beginning, I'm sure they're not listening anymore if they're Trump Yeah, supporters. that's so true. Um, though, but my biggest thing too is like, especially, you know, during this crazy era and stuff, you know, a lot of mm. the time, like, what I think is kind of sad, it's been a bit of a crazy time in politics in these last kind of like ten, right. uh, five years or so. Mm-hmm. Um, when countries elect their prime minister or president, whoever it is, like that is somebody that's like the figurehead of your country. Do you know what I mean? And when the figurehead yep. of your country is fucking yep. Donald Trump. Oh, God. Who he himself <laughs> is just so just extra and just so out there. Oh, and so, extra is such a good way of putting it. Danny. Yeah. And, You'd be and nice as hell. I'd be too nice sometimes. I need to be, oh, I need to be more God. savage. I need to drink some yeah. of Rose's savage juice. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, maybe there's some people listening to this that support Donald Trump, yeah. but really listen to what this man says on I a know. daily basis. And I cannot understand how anyone could support him i really just don't get it but oh god let me just let me dial it back a little bit yeah let me put down the savage juice (laughs) and i'll be nice okay i'll be nice for a second and and i think (sighs) there's speculation that he's probably going to get reelected. oh god daniel i i don't (laughs) even live in the states and i'm just concerned for that as well but i feel like he could because the other opposing uh democratic leader is a potential sexual has a sexual assault allegation, exactly. which I think is true. Maybe happened. Okay. okay I mean, damn. actually, who don't know? I don't know. Okay. I don't actually know the facts, but yeah. um, either way, it's not looking good for the Democratic Party. I'll just tell you that much. Mm-mm. So, you know, the, even within, this is exactly what happened, you know, when Donald Trump got elected last time. Yeah. Because people wanted Bernie Sanders. Well, the people, mm. I think a lot of people wanted Bernie Sanders uh, because he's for the actual, you know, he's very progressive, very yeah. for the change. And then instead, the Democratic Party, you know, pushed Hillary to be the, you know, and then that caused what? It caused a lot of people to lose faith in the Democratic Party, like left leaning people, Mm. because they also think they thought that Hillary was, you know, not really going to change anything. Mm -hmm. And then a lot of people didn't vote. I think a lot of people voted for a third party or something. And and in the end, Donald Trump won. And I think the same thing might happen Mm -hmm. this time. Sad, but, but I mean, only time will tell, isn't it? It is the U.S. presidential election this year, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's in November. Yeah, so... God damn, I don't know. But I've heard that his ratings are going down because of all this COVID craziness. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Only time will tell, Rose, and that'd be a scary tale. Be so goddamn terrifying. I just... I don't know if you remember that year that Donald Trump got elected. It was the same year with Brexit. Yeah, I do remember. remember. It was a crazy fucking year. It was crazy. I mean, this is a crazy year, but that was probably the second, like, that was a crazy year as well. Because I remember I was working in London when they were doing the the Brexit (laughs) vote. And I just remember, I think I want to say, 
I don't remember the exact date, but I just remember going into the office and a few of the people that were in the office were from like, cause you know, London, it's so multicultural. One of my friends that was from there was from, um, she's from Bulgaria and there was a few other people right. in the office from a couple other European countries. And I just remember when this happened, every, everyone was shocked. Everyone like couldn't believe it. And they were like, oh my God, yeah. I can't believe that Brexit's been, Brexit's happened. And then I remember getting there and I felt so bad because my friend was like a little bit emotional and she was like, you know, for me, because of, because of the motive- The one from Bulgaria? Yeah, the one from Bulgaria. Yeah. She's like, for me, it just felt, it doesn't feel like I'm necessarily like welcome here anymore in the UK. And the reason, the reasoning behind that and her thought process, which makes sense is because um, when Brexit was happening, a lot of the um, information um, and the way that they were trying to get people to vote was based on, unfortunately, like underlying kind of um, racism as well as um, yeah. there was a big, there was a lot of promises made. So the, the two main reasons why they th- they think or they're saying were the main key things of the of the Brexit campaign was around... Oh, by the way, for those of you that don't know Brexit, it's mm-hmm. basically British... Is it Britain exit? Yeah. So is that Brit- what it stands for? Yeah, I think something... It's like Britain's exiting of the, of the European Union. So they were all part yes. of the EU. Um, and they're just exiting out of that um, agreement. And that vote happened in 2016, the same year that Trump got elected. Exactly. So this happened a few months before the exactly. Trump, I think half a year before Trump election or not even half a year. Anyways, yeah, continue. It was, it was very close. I think, I think just thought I'd explain it for anybody that doesn't know. Yeah. Good yeah. stuff. I, I always forget. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, some people might, yeah. might not be that um, involved yeah. with, with Brexit. Cause I live there. So obviously yeah. it was huge. Um, yeah, I think that the Brexit vote happened. I want to say it was in July of that year. And then the Donald Trump election. I think was it was November. June. Yeah, June or July, one of those. June or July, something, because yeah. I remember I was traveling. Continue. Yeah. And I just remember yeah. just being like, oh my God. But anyway, um, <laughs> so yeah, this um, the girl in my office, she's like, I just don't feel like I'm yeah. welcome. And I was saying the two main things around the Brexit campaign, like the things that they were really hammering home was yeah. they said that they were going to, because you have to pay like a fee to be part of the EU, I guess the UK was paying a large fee and they said, instead of paying this fee to, the, to be a member of the EU, we're going to redirect those funds into the NHS. So we're going to give the NHS, you know, so much more funding and we're going to get control of immigration because we don't want free movement of people anymore. We don't want right. people from other countries coming here and taking our jobs Essentially. Oh God, it's a very right wing mentality. Yeah. And it's funny. Well, not funny, but it's interesting because most of the cities that voted for um, Brexit were, you know, smaller cities that were, yeah. you know, it wasn't like the more cosmopolitan areas um, mm-hmm. because all of, obviously those ones voted in favor to stay with the EU. Um, of course. And I believe that Scotland and Wales also were in favor. So it yeah. Just, yeah, it's it's it was crazy because I was living in London until um, basically 2016. So I had just left to go traveling. Mm-hmm. So I had finished my two year working holiday living in London. And then I went on like a two month backpacking trip. Mm-hmm. And I was I remember I was in Berlin. I just got to Berlin. And I think it was right in the beginning, kind of in the beginning of my trip. Yeah, it may have been in July, actually. Yeah. And and then I heard the news. The crazy thing is. I remember the Brexit talk. There was some Brexit talk and I, I mean, I wasn't following the, you know, politics that much, but I feel like nobody in London thought this was going to pass. That's the thing. Nobody thought this was going to pass because it was not much of a talking point in London. It was like, it was obvious that it, it sounded to us ridiculous. Yeah. Okay. In London, because in London, there's so many different people living in London. The, The mindset is completely different from a lot of small towns. So I think a lot of people didn't take it seriously. Kind of like the whole Trump you know, exactly. when Trump was running for president, a lot of people that are maybe living in the bigger cities, maybe they didn't think that it was going to happen. 
exactly. They, they thought it wasn't an option. Yeah. They were like, oh, this is so ridiculous. Like, this isn't even worth us thinking about. Like, yeah, this is just exactly. not going to happen. And I, and I think Brexit, it was interesting because that year, those two events were ex- were both kind of similar in those mindsets where people were like, mm-hmm. no way, this is this can't happen. And then yeah. obviously Brexit happened and people were shocked. They like the, I was so sh- shocked. It shook the country. They were just like, oh my God. And actually at yeah. that time, the uh, prime minister, so the reason that he put that vote out was just to kind of like, this is my my take on it, but he um, he put the vote out because he could just kind of want to appease the people because there was a lot of people talking, not a lot of people, but there's a few people talking about, you know, wanting to separate from the EU. And he's like, you know what? I'm just going to put this vote out. Right. I don't think he thought that it was going to go through. And the second that that happened, he pretty much stepped down as prime minister. So he was, was this, like... Who was the prime minister at that time? Um, oh God. Uh, David Cameron, I think. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Okay. I'm okay. pretty sure it was okay. David Cameron. Don't quote me yeah, on that Yeah, that sounds guys. familiar. Um, but yeah, uh, so... He, he basically, oh, as soon as he stepped uh, down, he stepped down and in that time now it's so in the last three years, they've yeah. had, th- the UK's had th- three different prime ministers because you had David right. Cameron, then you had, um, Theresa May stepped in after he stepped right. down and um, she's very right wing. Is she not? Yeah. And she was the one trying okay. to drive home in an agreement and the whole, co- like right. she was, she honestly had like such a tough time. Like she really, you know, it was crazy. And then obviously when she stepped down, Boris Johnson's come in now. So that's who's there right. now. So if he, if they, get a, if they get a new pres, uh, prime minister, <laughs> they will have had four in the last like, you know, four so years. So now it's happening. So are they out of the EU now? Um, well, I think it's official. Yes. I think they're in like a transition phase right now. So like, I'm not exactly sure how it's going to work, but again, the, the, yeah. the way that I look at it, and maybe like I'm, and again, this a lot of this stuff like like leaving the EU, it's such a complex issue. So it's mm-hmm. hard to pinpoint exactly, yeah. you know, what is right, what is wrong. My main mindset though is like, okay, it's like for the for the UK, their biggest trading partner for goods, services, and everything is the EU. That's where they do most of their business with, right? right? And so, right. from my my understanding of that is, why would you want to kind of piss off your business partner? Or, you know, yeah. step out of, agree- out of an agreement with your biggest trading partner. Cause, right. Because, you know, essentially it meant free, a pretty free movement of people and goods and everything yeah. else. And now, I mean, who knows? There might have to be tariffs negotiated. There might have to be, you know, we don't know what's going to be the final outcome of this, you know? So, Oh, yeah. God. I don't... It's... I feel like you know, we've been moving toward a more and more global, you know, globally connected world. Mm. And there's always these little things that just keep trying to, you know, divide us. It's like, and pull us back. And a lot of, yeah. And a lot of it is due to just bigotry and mm. discrimination. Uh, you know, what's the xenophobia? Is that the term yeah. to is that when you discriminating think against like foreigners? Race? I think yeah. it's, 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 um, yeah. Discriminating against, I could be wrong. Oh my God. It could be a different word, but I think it's uh, when you are discriminating against anybody that's not from like your country or something. Your country. Let me, okay. let me Google this just to make yeah, sure. Yeah, Google <laughs> just to see what the, what the term is. Um, yeah. Xenophobia. So dislike or prejudice against people from other countries. Okay. So I was yeah. right. Okay. So, so, but I, I, I agree with you hundred percent. I think, you know, for the most part, the direction that I feel like we're moving, where we were moving mm-hmm. for a long time mm-hmm. is this direction to be more global, obviously with trade, with business, with travel, with, um, so many different things because I mean, essentially the borders of countries are really just made up lines. Do you know what I mean? Like yeah. we are a global nation. And I think mm-hmm. it's the last kind of like period of time with Brexit, with all this stuff going on in the States, I feel like we're taking steps backwards 
Um, yeah. And people are becoming more nationalistic. Like in the UK, people are like, which is crazy. Yeah. Where it's like, you know, I mean, nowadays we're, we're at a point in society now where there's a few things. First of all, like my opinion is like, no, there's no country out there that can sustain itself without trade, like without That's trading thing. something mm-hmm. with the world. Right. There's no, it just can't be done. Um, yeah. I mean, I'd like to see you try. Exactly. <laughs> and, and if you, and if you could, then you'd be very restricted in the kind of stuff that you'd have in the country. Yeah. Right. Exactly. So that's one thing. <clears throat> and then another thing too, is a lot of the issues that we face in the world, such as climate change and everything else, these are global issues. They're not just going to impact one country or another. These are things where we all have to come together and be like, okay, mm-hmm. actually this is a, a situation for the entire world. It's not like one country is going to be like, oh, I'm not going to deal with that problem over there because it doesn't affect me over here. It does yeah. because we're all, we're all kind of on this planet together. Yeah. So I think, yeah, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. It'd be a crazy time, Rose. Yeah. I don't like, you make such a good point. You know, mm. it's like, we can't survive. It's like, it's that same mindset, the whole individual individualistic mindset, but on a, on a country by country basis, it's like this thought yeah. process that we're all like, you know, we all have to just protect our borders and, you know, mm. protect our citizens and not worry about you know, the entire world, even though we are so interconnected. Exactly. And, and, and like, remind me, but isn't it a very kind of right wing mentality, you know, free market, um, you know, you know, not having restrictions in the marketplace. Isn't that a pretty right wing, you know, thought process? I I think so. And the whole, the whole, exactly. And the whole idea of competition um, is, is on the right wing where it's like, you know what, yeah. if, if another country, for example, can produce a good cheaper and have a competitive advantage, exactly, then they'll be the ones that will be successful, produce it, that good and trade it to other countries. This is the exactly. fundamental. It's a very business. Yeah. Yeah. It's a, that's a fundamental business model of free market or whatever. I don't yeah. even believe in a fully free market. I still believe yeah. in certain government regulations and whatever, mm. but that is the right wing ring rhetoric. Okay. So yeah. that's like the, the thought process. So exactly. then what are you doing? Why is that the also the right wing mindset to cut off that kind of, you know, very beneficial trading mm-hmm. with other countries? Exactly. It just it doesn't make sense that like at all. I know. Anyway, oh God, we be we be getting political as I didn't expect you know, we, we came into this podcast not knowing what we were gonna talk about and this turned into a political politics. Uh-huh. God damn. But I, I guess to be fair though, like especially well, I mean and I say especially, but like yeah in the last kind of like few years mm-hmm. with what's going on with Brexit and the, this well and the coronavirus, everything. Oh God damn. Uh-huh. It's been a, it's been a crazy time. You know what I mean? Like it it's has. very, and politically it's been a crazy time in the world in the last couple of years. It so, has. um, I think, we Oh like, God, we had like a little bit of a calm period and now it's like a storms hit us, you know? Uh-huh. God damn. It'd be crazy as hell. Mm-hmm. I don't know. God damn Daniels. Well now I feel like also, maybe with this virus, it also created a lot of, you know, even more, you know, unnecessary racism and xenophobia and, you know, it's, yeah, it's all crazy. And again, I'm going to, I'm going to not go out on a limb and say, if somebody is discriminating or racist against somebody because of a fucking virus and they think that it's like, because you're a certain race of person that they're the ones that are contracting this virus, you are a freaking COVID COVID idiot. Because like, (laughs) I mean, I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the, uh, this is uh, this is a really good example. A virus or if, if something happens, like a natural disaster or a virus happens, it don't discriminate against it rice. Don't. It get mm-hmm. uh, against anyone. Against, what did you say? <laughs> oh against rice? Against, 
<laughs> that was hilarious. <laughs> oh god, I don't even know why I said that. Like it just. Oh, like, that's so funny. It, it don't discriminate against anyone. It don't. It don't discriminate. Mm-hmm. No, it, it literally will come for every single person. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna be. You ain't gonna be safe. You ain't gonna know, be safe. I don't know why is that. Don't discriminate against rice. Like what the. Hell? <laughs> Maybe what? you're trying to say like it doesn't just because Asians face a lot of discrimination. That's true. That's true. Maybe that's um, what I was. I don't even know. But it's yeah. It's funny that like you know I remember because in the very beginning you know how like it was only, when it was only in Asia. Yeah. You know everyone was like racist against Asians even mm-hmm. though that was not first of all that was extremely just the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. And then it transferred to Europe and then Europe got hit so much harder than Asia. It, it was like every European had it. Okay. Yeah. It was like. And Asia actually handled it pretty fucking well, mm-hmm. you know? So it's like, you can't, <laughs> you can't, you can't discriminate against, you know, a big group of people just because of a virus. Okay. Because it was hit in a certain part of the world. Exactly. That I being guess- said, can we talk about, you know, certain policies? Um, can we talk about how maybe the Chinese government could do a better job at, you know, containing things like this or preventing things like this? Exactly. We can talk about those things. But again, it's not just China. It could happen in a lot of different places. Um, and it ha- makes no sense to discriminate just mm-hmm. because somebody is Asian. Yeah. Well, I mean, you make you make a really good point in a sense mm-hmm. that like this could happen anywhere and it has happened in other yeah. places. And mm-hmm. I think, you know, I'm hoping that this is a global wake up call for a lot of uh, several different countries because ultimately even and i think this was in that asian boss thing that uh, the one of the videos because yeah. he has he's done a few now with that um that specialist oh, so um, good i really re- i really we should link it in the show notes yeah i'll link it yeah. i will the new one okay. um, I, I need to watch it as well um but in i think it was in another one of them he's he was basically just talking about how you know where humans or people are coming into contact with animals there's a crossover so wherever that may be be it a wet market be it a factory farm be it any of these places you know this is where these viruses can jump from you know you know can mutate or whatever else so that's not just in china or asia this is all Mm -hmm. over the world so at any point in any parts of the world and you know it it has happened in 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 other countries such as you know the u.s had that swine flu outbreak that came from a pig farm you know so exactly you know i'm hoping that this is a good wake up call and we can actually look to, you know, Korea and some of these other countries that have done an actually a really, really good job at containing this and learn from that and say, actually, mm-hmm. let's, let's actually talk to some people from Korea and what did their government put into place? What did they do that yeah. was so effective? Um, and let's try to replicate that for if this ever happens again. Yeah. Um, so and we can work together. Why can't we just work together and not hate each other? Exactly. It could be like, a, it's a learning yeah. process. You know what God I mean? God damn. Like, well, there's one thing that, so the doctor said, there's one thing that I disagreed with this doctor on. Oh, mm-hmm. So he talked about, well, he did say in the latest video, he said, uh, you know, this is very man-made. Essentially, it, it's man-made in the sense that it could have been prevented because of like, like we just discussed, mm-hmm. you know, it, like messing with wildlife and selling, you know, live animals and, you know, like d- dealing with that kind of stuff. It could have been prevented it's kind of our fault that it happened yeah. essentially because humans, we like to, you know, mess with wildlife. And then I think the interviewer said, well, then should we, maybe we should stop eating meat, something like that. Mm. And then the doctor says, well, you know, we still need protein. <laughs> so, uh. so he's like, he's like, it's okay with domestic animals because, you know, I mean, I guess in, when we talk about the virus, of course, what he's saying makes a certain amount of sense that, you know, mm. obviously domesticated animals are, you know, 
there's less of a chance of them carrying some kind of crazy virus that we're not used to. Yeah. So messing with the wild animals is kind of essentially what's going to cause a lot of problems. Mm -hmm. But a lot of that, there's so many layers to that. You know, we, we go into areas that we're not, you know, familiar with to take certain things from the wildlife. We do that all the time, not just in China, but anyway, so and I just want to say, guys, we you can get plant-based protein, okay? You don't need okay, protein damn. from the meats, okay? So that's one thing I'm going to disagree with with that doctor. Mm. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of other sources of protein. It doesn't need to... You can, yes. you can get it from plants, people. All right? Yes, people. It's it's 2020, okay? Uh-huh. Let's, <laughs> let's get behind the idea of plant-based protein. Yeah, and, and you know, you know, he did say, like you were saying, he was, he was talking about like it's less uh, of a risk from the domestic animals. But when you have animals in those conditions like in the factory farms and stuff what what Mm. can happen as well is maybe that factory farm is right next to a jungle or a forest or something and it could transfer from one species into the pigs or into the cattle and then you know then it festers in that like petri dish basically Mm -hmm. because it's like such bad conditions and then it can pass on to people quite easily so yeah um you know, I think there's there's a lot to be said. And again, like I said, I just really hope that this is a global kind of learning experience. Wake up call? Yeah. And, yeah. and to be honest, um, you know, uh, as the, as that doctor said, you know, this probably isn't the, the, the last time that this, something like this is going to happen. Oh God. If not, it's going to be, you know, more, more and more kind of prolific and more often. Uh-huh. So I think, you know, we as people and countries have to be ready and prepared, you know? It'd be scary as all hail. It is. It'd be a scary world that we'd be living in. God damn. This be like, you know, because I've always, you know, when you're young, you hear about, you know, the Spanish flu or, Mm. you know, those pandemics that cause like millions of people to die. And you just think like that could never, like, that's not going to happen, you know? And, you know, now it's kind of, it's, it's kind of happening. Yeah. Well, I mean, again, like this is scary. Like in my 31 years of laugh, (laughs) I've laughed. I've I've never been in a quarantine. So, you know, in our yeah. lifetime, this is the first time we've ever had to do anything like this. Yeah, um, it's crazy. Other parts of the world have experienced more uh, more stuff. But again, you know, it's, yeah. it's on a, oh, I, I, like the doctor said, it's on an upward kind of trajectory. You know, it seems like these are happening more and more often. Uh, you know, yeah. SARS, MERS, all of these kind of pandemic, like, you know, uh, virus outbreaks. Um, and so be scary as all hail. God damn, Daniels. This be a depressing ass <laughs> podcast today. Wow, we just co- we covered a lot of stuff. I know. I just think it's like it is a kind of it's a I think it's a frustrating time right now and a lot of people mm-hmm. again we're co- we're coked up. We're locked We're cooped up. we're cooped up. Is what you mean? We're, we're cooped, cooped up. up. I can't even speak today. I don't know what's God going on. God damn, Daniels. Are I'm, you hungover today as well? I feel like I might still be a little bit uh, you know, was this yesterday that you were hungover? Yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday, I literally did nothing. <laughs> I was so bad. Um, but yeah, um, I, I think also we're cooped up. So we have more time to like think about this stuff mm, and, mm-hmm. you know, like reflect and go through this roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. And well, we're going to be okay, I think, hopefully. Yeah. I think, I I think nature be teaching us a lesson. Exactly. I, I have a pretty, mm-hmm. to be honest, like I was saying, I have a pretty positive outlook in a sense that obviously this is really horrible what's happening and you know I just I really feel for the people that are impacted and I know I know of friends of friends who have actually had people pass away from the coronavirus so oh god it's 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 so bad it's very sad but again my I try to keep like a positive outlook in a sense that I think you know when we get past this there will be some good that will come out of it yeah so I hope so mm mm-hmm 
It's like God. like that video that Chris Dale sent us that was so beautiful mm-hmm. and made you cry. The positivity made yeah. me cry. It be said and said. What was oh there was that other video, you know, that second one you you mean the the hindsight one. The hindsight one. is twenty twenty, that one? Uh, is it the one where he's reading the book to the child? Yes. Yeah. Oh, that was so good. I know that one. What's was really that one's good. called? Well, the Great Realization is yeah, what it was called. That. that I think if you good. Google it, you should be able to find the video. Mm-hmm. It's for those of you who haven't seen it. It's Aww. really good. It's like a a future of a guy. He has like a a book that he's reading to his son or whatever. His and, yeah, his kid. Yeah. And it's all about kind of like what's happened, what happened after or like the the uh-huh. coronavirus. It's so good. Yeah. It's so cute. Mm-hmm. I mean, I hope that. Uh, that it's true. <laughs> I know. Fingers crossed. But I have a bit, really, really a bit nice. of a bit of a dark view of the world at this point. So no, it's <laughs> just like I wanna, I wanna try to uh, remain the world positive a place. and just see what happens. Well, you know, we got to do the best, right? Mm-hmm. At the mm-hmm. end of the day, we can't change. We can't change the whole world. We're not going to make it, uh, you know, rainbows and unicorns. But yeah, you know, it's a, it's it's the incremental steps that are going to make a difference. Exactly. It's the little. It's the little little steps that um, are going to make somewhat of a difference, hopefully. Exactly. And on a more personal and selfish <laughs> note, I can hope that I can uh, eventually get a flight back Go to back Canada. To- <laughs> yeah. Not well, they're I- starting to ease restrictions here as well. Did you yeah. did you know that? Yeah. So, I, well, I think like um, they were going to open. I can't remember if they did, but mm. they're going to open hair salons and. Uh, dine in restaurants but at 50 percent capacity or something okay but i don't know if they they may have um what do you call it postponed it yeah yeah, yeah. Push but it it's, back they are planning to do that and i think there's some bars with like patios that might open but again i'm not sure okay so we'll see yeah but um, think, people are starting that, to yeah mm, i think the patios like to me like the, that's why i didn't mind like going out on wednesday and stuff as well i feel a bit like you're in an open space do you know what i mean yeah. like you're not enclosed inside because even if you're yeah. in a restaurant inside at 50 percent capacity i don't know it still feels a bit yeah to me the inside because they say the ac is what causes so if somebody has it and they yeah. there's like the ac going then that could cause like the circulation and then you could get it from yeah but if you're outside i do feel like it's a lot less of a risk exactly on spread out yeah. tables away from people like honestly yeah. you saw what, i should have taken a picture but if you saw what it was like like i felt very secure you know what i mean like good i was, I was gonna judge you i was I like I could, what you be doing i know i could feel the judgment in your text and <laughs> rose i was like damn it daniels you you ain't social distancing i know <laughs> least uh yeah yeah but no i oh, haven't Lord. i've been respecting it and and you know enjoying it. i'm trying to you know I'm in Spain. I want to enjoy my last few weeks here, you know? Oh, so, goddamn. You sound selfish, nice. Daniels. Why you be selfish? I know. Goddamn. Why you not worry about the spread of this virus? No, I is, and I'll be respecting. I'm just I'll be joking, guys. Mask. I'll be sanitizing my fingers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> God. <laughs> goddamn. <sighs> uh, what, what else is there to talk about, Daniel? Well, Anything else to cover? Yes, actually. One quick thing. Well, I don't know if it's quick, but, you know, we've been talking a lot about me and what I've been doing oh, and all the stuff that's been going on in my life. But I want to hear about you. Oh, What's God your damn, life well, my update? Life, my life update isn't much. Okay. Uh, well, our, our cafe still has to be closed because uh, oh. we're, we're in a gym. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's oh, my God. I don't even know how to, like, go back to real life anymore. It's, it's yeah. a bit strange. I feel like I got so used to this kind of 
you know, this life, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, staying home and stuff. Anyway, so the, because we're, again, we're rolling things out in phases. So the first phase is like certain rest, like restaurants with dine-in options, 50%, mm. uh, barbers, like hair salons, blah, blah, blah. And like, just to note that like our numbers have been going down. So I think that's why they're doing the releasing. Yeah. Um, and then I think the second phase is something else. Like there's some other businesses. And then the third phase, the gyms are going to start opening. So yeah. gym is like the last, last phase, which I mean, it makes sense. Yeah, I yeah, get yeah. it. Uh, you know, people are sweating. It's, you know, a lot of, a lot of bodily fluids are just kind of going everywhere. Yeah. And so, a lot of people, a lot of people are, cause I thought about this as well. Cause like gyms mm-hmm. in general, like they're not the cleanest places because you know, you think about it, you're, <laughs> you're touching like weights after maybe somebody hasn't washed them or whatever else. Yeah. And, like there's like so much, uh, opportunity for cross contamination, yeah. like people touching their face, drinking water, doing whatever else. Yeah. So I can see that. Um, but I'm kind of sad because you know I like I, I don't love going to the gym, but like when I get back to Calgary, I want to like get back into fitness and stuff. Um, we can work out outside, Daniels. That's true. Because what? But yeah, I do miss lifting weights. Do yeah, you not? I do too. <laughs> I know it seems weird because like I've been doing mm-hmm. so many like I've done. I've still worked out. I'm doing like body weight workouts. But yeah, like, me too. I miss that feeling of like getting a weight and just ah, and going crazy. Yeah. It just makes you feel so strong. Yeah. (laughs) Like it's a different, it's a different kind of workout when you're doing body weights. And I still like, I mean, we've still been working out and doing Mm. the, uh, the, the kind of more intense workouts, like jumping around and all that stuff. And it's, you know, it helps like, you know, but, but yeah, I miss, I miss the lifting weights. Yeah. I want to lift some damn heavy things and put them down. You know what God I'm saying? Damn. You know, when I get, <laughs> when I get back and they open up, you have to come do um, a Barry's boot camp with me. Have you done it I've, before? I've done the Barry's boot camp. Yes. Did I you have. like it? Uh, yeah, I did. I think it's uh, a lot of it is very, you know, they use a lot of hot, uh, trainers to <laughs> entice you. It, it's like kind of cultish, yeah. but you know, it was nice. I, it, it's definitely a hard workout. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. Um, like, it was I very wanna... fast paced. Mm. Uh, I was like, the first time I went, I was like, I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> it's kind of confusing. Um, everyone that goes there is like very hot. So you're yeah. like, okay, I feel like <laughs> that's the motivation. You're like, oh, everyone here is hot. So you... <laughs> I'm going to become hot. <laughs> it is a bit intimidating. I remember when I first went and like a bunch of the guys right. were like working out shirtless on the treadmills and stuff. And they all oh my have, God, like so many hot guys. I know, but this was, this I swear is... 80% were gay though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is why I when I go. went, I was like, oh my God, they're all gay. Unfortunate. Yeah. But this is why I need to go to Barry's boot camp. Yeah, Maybe I this can is why you need to go. Potential yes. future Calgarian boyfriend, you know? Yeah. You know, it's very expensive. Barry's yeah, boot camp. Yeah, that's true. I'm not going to go. How much is it in London? Well, in London, I did something. So in London, they had like a lot of knockoffs, not knockoffs, but you had Barry's boot camp, but you had like right. other people that were doing similar things. And there was one mm-hmm. right by my office um, called Sweat It. Right. And it was a very similar concept. Almost exactly mm-hmm. the same. Um, and I could get it through class pass. So I bought class pass right, and yeah. then I was able to get it. So it didn't work out as expensive. I think it was like, maybe I want to say it was like 10 or 12 pounds per class, Yeah, which yeah, is better because Barry's is like 18 or 20 pounds per class. Oh my God. It's so expensive. Yeah. And, and they're not on, they're not on class pass. No, I exactly. Checked. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, maybe I'll do, do they have, they have class pass in Calgary too. I might do that. They do have class pass, but yeah. uh, Barry's bootcamp is not on class pass, yeah, but they okay. have, they have other, they have other studios that do, you know, basically the same thing. That's the thing. It's like, you know, it's that kind of, that's why it's kind of cultish. Yeah. <laughs> like it's not a cult. Okay. Obviously guys, I'm joking. It's not yeah. a cult. It is a, but it's a, it's more of they they kind of, they're very good at the marketing of, uh, the, 
the fitness studio as like something to aspire to, you know what I mean? Yeah. So they have the hot trainers and um, it's, I'm sure they build a community around it. And, mm. you know, I could tell that when I went, a lot of the same people were coming in because they were all talking to each other. Yeah. So they're obviously building some kind of community around it. Um, but if you want to get a good workout, you don't have to go to like Barry's, Barry's boot camp. You can do, exactly. you know, any other fitness workout. But I'm thinking like that is, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking Rose, this is the thing. When I get to Calgary, <laughs> that where's a great place to meet hot guys potentially we gonna go to barry's boot camp because yeah, they, they, they have a lot of things. hot gay men there oh god damn <laughs> so if any of your listeners are from calgary hello <laughs> <laughs> meet us at barry's boot camp yeah it's an investment we'll pay the 25 dollars per class yeah. for daniel to meet his soulmate <laughs> <laughs> god damn well, we gonna join some running clubs, aren't That's we? That's true. Yeah, I do want to do that. Like, I think that would mm-hmm. be cool. So, yeah. Um, if you actually do, well, if if anyone knows of any good running clubs in Calgary, um, <laughs> <laughs> let Does me know. Does anyone is anyone from Calgary that listens to this podcast? I don't think so. It's not very many. It's uh, mostly yeah. like other cities. Calgary's like yeah, so. it's probably just when you listen to it or something. It comes yeah, up that's as a true. Stat. Yeah. So <laughs> anyway, it's all good. We will. Anyway, find guys, some. Uh, yeah. hopefully you uh, you guys enjoyed this political discussion. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm sure I pissed some people off. And, we both uh, did. You know, that's yeah, that's the podcast game. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, I'm, apparently it's a radical idea that people should have health care and should be protected by their government. But yeah. you know. You're so, we live in you're so radical, though, Rose. Honestly, like your ideas, it's just mind blowing. I'll be savage as hell. You, yeah, God damn. definitely. God mm-hmm. damn. Uh, well, I hope you enjoyed our little savage mm-hmm. discussion regarding the uh, corona again, the the coronavirus mm-hmm. uh, conspiracies and our thoughts on them. Thanks. Thank you so much for tuning in, guys. As always, um, let us know what you think in the comment section if you're watching on YouTube um, or, you know, give us a rating on iTunes or wherever you're watching us. Um, oh, should we plug that advice column that we're going to do? Oh, What yes. are we going to call it? Can we not call it? I feel like slice of advice is too long. How about, what about, what about the savage The savage slice? hour. Huh? The, the sa- savage slice. But what's the slice though? The, the slice, slice doesn't make sense. It does. The slice is like you're giving a, the slice of advice. But, but is is that a term, guys? Let me know. Let is. us know in the comments. Okay. Slice so of advice is that actually a term? It 100 percent is. 100. percent I've heard it before. It's oh like really? A, yeah. It's like giving someone a piece of advice. You know, you give someone a piece oh, of advice. Oh, okay. So a slice is like a slice of pie or a slice of whatever. Okay, fine. We'll call it savage slice. I think to that's appease good. Daniel. Yeah. Okay. If you so if you, it's it's the savage slice. It's yeah. savage slice. Wait. So are we gonna be like, oh, it's time for the savage slice. <laughs> <laughs> so cheesy oh my god okay anyway guys yes we're gonna call it so it will be the savage slice and we'll just say um hey guys on this this episode of the savage slice (laughs) okay no i need to take a vote okay you guys anyone that has the ability to comment on Mm -hmm. youtube okay if you're on youtube you can comment or you can send us a dm send us a message or whatever And let us know what you think we should name our advice column. Yeah. And if you agree that Savage Slice should be the name of our advice column. We've been trying to talk about this for a while. Mm. We've been trying to come up with a name. Yeah. We and I to, just we, keep thinking that Savage Slice is very uh, cheesy. Mm. <laughs> we need to like come up with one soon though too because we've had so we're doing an epi- our first episode of this very, very soon. So we've had a few people send us some emails and some uh, DMs and stuff. So thank you very much for those of you that um, submitted some some uh situations or you know life life advice that you you need um from us unqualified from us. professionals so yeah if you guys still want to submit your you know 
issues, you can uh, email us at thesavagepodcast at gmail.com or yeah. send us a DM on Instagram, I think. Yeah. Daniel, you're keeping up with the DMs? Okay. I sure am. <laughs> I am. So yeah, just send us send us something on there. And as, as always, guys, like, this will be completely anonymous. So we're just going to discuss yeah. it. And again unqualified professionals but we're just just look at it as like your friends having a little discussion and me and rose yeah. will give a little a little slice of advice of what we would okay. do in that situation okay, fine we'll we'll uh, cut down the slice of advice um <laughs> we're gonna record that next week are we yeah we are yeah let's make it next week okay because yeah. you know some of it might be timely you know we gotta make sure we get that we get that advice out there exactly we have so much stuff we need to get out there like asap oh god damn i'll be well, stressed Daniel, i think we should uh, <laughs> Well, I mean, all that hard work you're doing over there in Spain in lockdown, you know. You see what I have to live with? <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, okay. So thanks so much for tuning in, guys. Um, and yeah, have a, have a fantastic week. Thank you for listening or watching. Yeah. Bye, guys.